Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And in today's episode, guys, we are going to be having the first NFL episode of the year as we will be as I will be previewing y'all week one of the NFL season. Now, guys, if you remember, like I've mentioned in the past couple episodes, we have a new template now here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast where I'm going to try and make sure to give y'all previews I think for college football, I'm going to make sure to give y'all previews on Thursday. And then for the NFL, I will upload previews on Wednesday. So you'll be ready for the whole weekend long full of football. And also, we will post recaps for both NFL and college football on Monday. But I'm thinking I'm probably going to end up having to post the recap for uh, NFL on Tuesday. But anyway, guys, I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. And let's get right into it. Now, the first NFL game that we have for the 2022 NFL season is going to be taking place between the Buffalo Bills at the defending Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Rams. Now, this game will be at 7.20 p.m. on NBC on September 8th, a.k.a. this Thursday. This game is probably going to be the best game of the whole weekend so far. We have the Buffalo Bills and their new high-powered offense. You know, despite losing uh, Brian Dable to the New York Giants, their offense is looking to continue to bounce back and be even better, you know, with a few additions through the draft and free agency. I mean, the Buffalo Bills have got a lot, I mean, a lot to prove in this game, as well as the Los Angeles Rams, who, you know, they lost Vaughn Miller, they lost OBJ, but they got a bunch of replacements they went out and got Allen Robinson in free agency they went out and got uh Bobby Wagner from the uh, Seattle Seahawks after he was cut so they're looking to continue to bounce back as well now the biggest question mark in this game is how healthy will Matthew Stafford be for the Rams as he's dealing with a, a shoulder injury right now so that'll be another thing for Ram fans to look out for as well the Buffalo Bill fans but It'll be interesting to see how Josh Allen does as well, considering that the first game of the season, he'll be playing against one of the top defenses in all of the NFL. Now, personally for me, I think the Rams will somehow pull out of this game with the win. Excuse me, nothing against Buffalo, but I definitely think the Rams will pull out of this with a win just because overall they're one of the more complete teams in all of the NFL. And I think just secondary-wise with the Rams, you know, they went out and got Troy Hill back from the Browns. They obviously have Jalen Ramsey. They do have a couple pretty solid rookies on defense as well. I just think the Rams are going to be too much for the Bills. I think they'll be able to kind of limit the high-powering offense of the Bills. You know, Gabriel Davis, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, you know, I, uh, uh, not Kevin Knox, uh, Dalton Knox. I mean, they just they have so many guys on that offense, but I just think the Rams will somehow find a way to stiff them out with Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, this, this is a absolute, probably going to be a game of the year candidate. So make sure y'all check in on this game on Thursday as it will officially kick off the NFL season. Now let's get to Sunday and all of the matchups that we have here on Sunday. Now the first matchup that we have will be the New Orleans Saints taking on the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. This game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. It's going to be interesting to see because this is the first game the New Orleans Saints will not have Sean Payton as their head coach. They have Dennis Allen now. Jameis Winston is going to be coming back off of his uh, torn ACL. You know, they've got Jarvis Landry now. They've got Tyron Matthew. Both of, the, both of the LSU guys are coming back home. But also, they will not have Michael Thomas. You know, they just traded C.J. Gardner-Johnson to the Eagles. So there's, there's going to be a few question marks on this Saints team. But overall, I think they'll pull out the win against the Atlanta Falcons, who right now are currently in a rebuild, so to speak. You know, they don't have Calvin Ridley, who's out for a year due to the whole, that whole betting scandal. Uh, Drake London, I think, is pretty banged up right now. The um, Falcons' first-round pick this past draft. 
you know, Kyle Pitts will probably have a breakout day. Marcus Mariota, I think, will be pretty solid. But overall, I think the Saints will be too much for the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the next game we have is the San Francisco 49ers playing at Soldier Field and taking on the Chicago Bears. This game will be at 12 p.m. Central on Fox. I don't think there's a lot really to say about this game. I think overall, San Francisco, you know, they're going to do new era now. Their former uh, first overall pick in the 2021 draft, Trey Lance, he's officially been given the reins to be the starting quarterback. He's definitely got a lot to prove, but, you know, the Saints just got back Debo Samuel after that whole trade trade request situation. The offense still looks pretty good. They still have a very solid defense with guys like Eric Armstead and Fred Warner. So it's not too much to worry about for San Francisco fans. I think y'all will definitely be able to beat a pretty lackluster Chicago Bear team who does not have any type of O-line. Justin Fields, you know, my opinion, I think he's probably going to end up getting sacked about three to four times in this game. They do have Darnell Mooney, but besides that, he doesn't really have that many wide receiver options. David Montgomery, for some reason, just never seems to be able to stay healthy. And overall, I think San Francisco's offense and defense will be way too much for the Chicago Bears. Now, anyway, guys, the next game we have is the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. This game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS. Now, personally, for me, this game should easily be a win for the Bengals, who, you know, they've got Joe Burrow. They just came off of a Super Bowl appearance last season. They also have Jamar Chase, who's the reigning offensive rookie of the year. So this game... In my opinion, Cincinnati should absolutely blow the water out of Pittsburgh. But the biggest question mark for Pittsburgh is how will their quarterbacks play? Now, Mitchell Trubisky has been named the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I know a lot of fans are probably wanting Kenny Pickett or someone else. But Mitchell Trubisky currently is the starting quarterback for the Steelers. Uh, you know, they re-signed Deontay Johnson to a contract extension in the offseason. Pat Fryermuth is going to probably end up being a very solid tight end for him this year. Najee Harris will probably have another solid season as well because I can imagine they're probably going to rely on the uh, run game a lot this season. But nothing less, it should be a very good football game. But overall, I think the Cincinnati Bengals will pull out the win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Anyway, the next game we have will be the Philadelphia Eagles traveling up to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. Now, this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. Philadelphia, they absolutely were one of the teams that definitely won free agency. You know, they traded for C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Saints. They went out and signed guys like Hassan Reddick. I mean, they overall just had a very solid, and I mean solid, free agency. Not to mention, I almost forgot the biggest move they had, and that was trading for Titan superstar wide receiver, A.J. Brown. So they not only did they add a wide receiver room that's already pretty solid, they continue to add it on defense, which is something they majorly needed to do. They went out and got James Bradbury after he was released by the uh, Giants. And overall, I think this is the game for the Philadelphia Eagles to win. But also at the same time, this Detroit Tigers, not the Tigers, this Detroit Lions team is very scrappy. Uh, if you've watched any of the new uh, HBO's Hard Knocks, it's been featuring the Detroit Lions. And in my opinion, the energy in that team is one of the best I've ever seen out of an NFL team. And don't be shocked if we possibly see the Lions upset the Eagles because, you know, the Eagles, I know their quarterback play currently right now with Jalen Hurts is a little shaky because he still has a lot to prove. I know he's had some very solid games, most notably the New Orleans Saints game he had against the Saints last year, but it still could be a kind of a trap game for for the Eagles as they're going up against a team that literally has everything, has nothing to lose. People are already expecting them to absolutely tank this year, but... I still do think the Lions could potentially somehow get an upset against the Eagles. Now, the next game we have is the New England Patriots traveling down to the new revamped Miami Dolphins. Now, this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS. 
And this game, this game should easily be a Miami win. Miami went out and got Teron Armstead in free agency. They traded for Tyree Kill from the Kansas City Chiefs. They got a boatload of running backs from you know in free agency. Chase Edmonds. They had Sonny Michelle. They just released him. But oh, they oh, I almost forgot they got they got Raheem Mostert in free agency. I mean, they absolutely stacked up on the offensive side of the football. And they definitely should be a contender this season when it comes to being in the AFC. Now, I know the AFC is super stacked, most notably the AFC West. But I do think Miami has a solid chance if Tua does play the way that he needs to. Now, I know there's a lot of question marks with Tua, but I do think that he'll be able to have finally that season that he can break out. Now that he's got Jalen Waddle, he's got Tyreek Hill. He's got uh, Mike Gusecki. He's got all these running backs. I mean, this is absolutely a season I think Miami can break out. But let's not count out Mac Jones and the Patriots either because they did go out and go and got De- uh, Devontae Parker from the Miami Dolphins. They still have a pretty solid defense with guys like uh, Devin McCourty. They still have Matthew Judon, who just came off of a career year with the Patriots. So it'll definitely be an entertaining matchup to watch, but I do think the Miami Dolphins will pull out with a win. Now, the next game we have is the Baltimore Ravens traveling up to New York to take on the New York Jets. Now, this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS. And the biggest thing I think a lot of people need to remember about this game is that the Jets will not have Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is not healthy yet after that uh, leg injury that he suffered in the preseason. So the Jets will be starting former Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco. So Joe Flacco will be paying, playing against his old squad who he won a Super Bowl with back in 2012. So it'll be an entertaining matchup, definitely to watch. Obviously, the Ravens, you know, when healthy, are one of the best teams in all the NFL. And right now, they seem to be decently healthy, even the offense. So definitely be an entertaining game to watch. Another thing to also watch for is the fact that the Ravens don't have Hollywood Brown anymore after the Ravens traded him to Arizona. So the wide receiver core is a little bit slim, but nothing less. I think Lamar Jackson and the Ravens could pull out a win against a eh, New York Jets team. Anyway, the next game that we have going on is a what you could almost call the toilet bowl. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling up to Washington to take on the Washington Commanders. Now, this game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox. Nothing really too much to say here. Now, I know Jacksonville, they have a whole new regime now with Doug Peterson coming over after Urban Meyer had a probably what is arguably the worst coaching career in the NFL that we've ever seen. But the Jags do look pretty solid now with Doug Peterson, so maybe we do see, see some improvements. The biggest thing that I know I want to see is to see how Trevor Lawrence has improved from year one to year two, as well as seeing tra- uh, Travis Etienne finally getting some playing time now that he is healthy. And then for the Washington Commanders, it's going to be interesting to see how Carson Wentz does now that this is kind of his last last opportunity in the NFL as a starting quarterback because you know he played one season with Indy last year, absolutely got upset by the uh, Jaguars with the last game of the season, which was a game they needed to win in order to get into the playoffs, and they didn't do that. So, yeah, definitely a very disappointing year, but nothing less. It would definitely be interesting to see the quarterback duel that we have going on against Jacksonville and Washington. Now, this next game, this next game is going to mean a lot to one player, and that one player, his name is Baker Mayfield. Now, the Cleveland Browns will be tra- will be uh, traveling over to Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers. This game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS. And boy, oh boy, are the Browns about to get a absolute world shock because they do not have Deshaun Watson for the first 11 games of the season. Carolina went out instead and traded for former Cleveland Browns number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield to become their now starting quarterback. So 
Baker Mayfield will be playing his former team the first game of the season. And I know there's a lot for him to want, a lot for him to prove, you know, because pretty much Deshaun Watson was his replacement. And I don't want to say there's going to be some ill will, but definitely expect Baker Mayfield to take this game a little bit personal. Now, in my opinion, I think Cleveland or not Cleveland, I think Carolina can easily win this game over the Browns. Now the Browns, they do obviously they still have a solid defense with guys like Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, you know Anthony Walker at linebacker. But overall, I think Carolina could probably end up taking this game away from the Browns due to the fact that their offense is absolutely loaded when it comes to running backs and uh and and uh, skill skill uh, skill positions. So anyway, that'll definitely be an entertaining game to watch. The next game we have kind of be a snooze fest, but the Indianapolis Colts. They'll be taking on the Houston Texans down at Houston at 12 p.m. Central Time on CBS. It'll be the first game we officially see Matt Ryan putting on the Colts uniform going up against the Houston Texans team that, you know, they've already announced Davis Mills will still be their starting quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see how he also goes from year one to year two. But nothing less, the Colts should easily win this game as they, you know, they, as, you know, they have Jonathan Taylor <laughs> as their starting running back. So... But anyway, the next game that we've got going on is the New York Gi- New York Giants traveling to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans. Now, not a lot of expectations going into this year for the Giants. No offense to them, but for some reason they never can, they're never able to stay healthy. Saquon Barkley, especially, he'll probably unfortunately I don't want to jinx it for him. Knock on wood, but hopefully he does not go down with another season-ending injury after only two games. But it'll be interesting to see how Saquon does play because during the preseason, he looked pretty electric for the Giants. Daniel Jones, after getting his fifth-year option declined by the Giants, he's got a lot to prove that he still deserves to be their starting quarterback. You know, Kenny Galladay coming off a season where he only, I don't even think he had a touchdown reception. He's got a lot to prove as well. So this New York Giants team is a team that has a lot to prove. And on Tennessee's side... You could kind of say the same with Ryan Tannehill because right now his backup, Malik Willis, absolutely dominated in the preseason and is looking to take over that starting position if Ryan Tannehill does not perform. You know, Derrick Henry's probably going to end up being Derrick Henry. Another big thing to also watch out for is the fact that Tennessee did trade away their number one wide receiver, uh, A.J. Brown, to the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Traylon Burks will probably end up be oh, no, no, I forgot that because they traded for uh, former Los Angeles Rams wide receiver Robert Woods. But Robert Woods is coming off of a torn ACL. So Traylon Burks is going to be getting a lot of receptions in this game. So it's going to be interesting to see how potentially the Titans' uh, future wide receiver one will perform in this game. Anyway, the next game that we have will be between the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. This game will be played up in Minnesota at 3.25 p.m. on Fox Central Time. Uh... Definitely going to be an entertaining game to see how this new regime for the Minnesota Vikings works. They went out and got Pat O'Connell from the Los Angeles Rams, who just won a Super Bowl as their offensive coordinator. And I think the fact now that uh, the the Vikings have a offensive-minded head coach will be huge for them. It'll allow Kirk Cousins to have a lot, a lot of opportunities. Same with Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Just the explosiveness of this Minnesota Vikings offense is going to definitely absolutely show during the season now that they finally have a very solid head coach and on the opposite side of the field with Green Bay their offense has a lot to prove because Aaron Rodgers you know he decided to stay with the Packers despite Devontae Adams getting traded to the Las Vegas Raiders in the offseason so it's going to be interesting to see how this Devontae Adams less uh, Green Bay Packer team performs you know without obviously having one of the best wide receivers in all of the NFL 
but you also got to remember Green Bay still does have a top 10 defense in the league, so that also should benefit them going up against one of the best offenses in the NFL. But anyway, the next game that we have is going to be taking place between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals. Now, this is definitely probably one, probably the either like second or third biggest games of the weekend. Now, Kansas City, they traded their star wide receiver Tyree Kill to the Miami Dolphins. Definitely was one of their offensive cornerstones for the longest time. Now that he's gone, Patrick Mahomes and the offense definitely need to prove that you know they didn't need him. They did not need him. The, you know they're skillful enough not to need him. You know they went out and got Juju Smith-Schuster in free agency. Same with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They also went out and, and uh, drafted Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. So I really, I'm, I'm really interested to see how this new Chiefs offense is going to work without having arguably their biggest piece Tyreek Hill not being there anymore Travis Kelsey will still do Travis Kelsey things Patrick Mahomes will still Pat will still do Patrick Mahomes things but you know losing a guy like Tyreek Hill is huge and it's just gonna be interesting to see how much it actually does impact that Kansas City Chiefs offense and then for the Arizona Cardinals they have everything to prove I mean they went out and made sure that Kyler Murray got everything he needed whether it was on the offensive side of the football, defensive side of the football, they made sure to attack the cornerback position. They went out and traded with the Las Vegas Raiders to get the uh, Raiders' former second or yeah second round pick Trayvon Mullen to kind of add some depth to their cornerback position. You know, they Buda Baker is going to be returning now after he had a very scary hit against the Los Angeles Rams in the wild card game last year. So the Cardinals, in my opinion, have a ton to prove. They re-signed AJ Green. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, he will be out the first six games of the season due to PED use, so that will definitely impact them a lot. But I still do personally think that Kansas City will probably end up taking this game against the Cardinals because I just think the fact that the Cardinals don't have DeAndre Hopkins will be a huge loss for that offense and Kyler Murray. Now the next game we have before we get to the Sunday night matchup, we have the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Now this game will be at 3.25 p.m. Central Time on CBS. It's going to be interesting to see Devontae Adams in the in the uh, the black and, black and silver, I almost said black and gold, thinking like the Steelers, but it'll be interesting to see Devontae Adams in the black and silver. He, you know, he's, he's reunited with his former Fresno State teammate and quarterback, Derek Carr. I think the connection is going to be absolutely fantastic for them this year. You know, the, Ra the Raiders, they went out and got uh, Josh McDaniels from the New England Patriots. They got Bill Belichick's offensive coordinator for the past 70,000 years, so that'll be good for them. So there's a lot to prove also on this Raiders team to prove that, you know, it was worth getting Devontae Adams and that he was kind of the last piece they needed. And then also on the flip side with the Chargers, they've got a lot to prove as well because they went out and traded for all-pro edge rusher Khalil Mack from the Chicago Bears. They went out and signed J.C. Jackson, an all-pro cornerback from the New England Patriots via free agency. I mean, they, right now, in my opinion, I do think the Los Angeles Chargers are the most well-rounded well uh, teams in all the NFL. I mean, when you look at every single position, they are solid, whether it's wide receivers with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, running back with Austin Eckler, and then obviously one of the best young quarterbacks in all of the NFL with uh, Justin Herbert. So I think the Chargers will probably end up winning this game, but don't be surprised to see potentially the Raiders giving the Chargers some fits during the season. Now, anyway, let's talk about one of the more anticipated matchups of week one of the NFL season, and this is the Sunday night matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, this game will be played in Arlington at AT&T Stadium. It will be at 7.20 p.m. Central Time on NBC, and boy, oh 
boy, just big boy Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys have a lot to prove in this game. You know, after almost beating the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers last season in, uh, I think it was a, yes, Thursday night game to start off week one last year, they've got a lot to prove in the fact that the offense will be okay without guys like Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, who's still recovering from his uh, torn ACL. You know, now that C.D. Lamb's going to be the wide receiver one for the Cowboys, will he be able to actually take on the pressure that comes with that? As well as, will Dak Prescott have another year where he is pretty solid, you know, got a huge contract extension last year, and it's just going to be really interesting to see. Now, another big question mark for the Dallas Cowboys is, will Ezekiel Elliott get back to his rookie year form? Will he be as agile? Will he be as strong, everything like that. Everything that we saw from Ezekiel Elliott during his rookie year, will Cowboy fans see that same type of Zeke during this upcoming year? Now, we already know that they have their backup running back in Tony Pollard is easily going to be probably his replacement whenever Zeke does leave. And then also, the Cowboys added one of the best specialists in all of football, Kevontae Turpin, who just won USFL MVP during the, sp during the springtime. So, I think the Cowboys would be very solid defense. There's a lot of question marks as well, too. They lost Randy Gregory to the Denver Broncos. Uh, they lost J not J. Ron Curse. They lost uh, DeMonte Casey to the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, Trayvon Diggs, who just had a fantastic all pro Pro Bowl year. Will he bounce will he continue to you know keep that same trajectory? Also, the depth of the secondary is going to be a huge question for the Cowboys, because not only is it kind of iffy when it comes to cornerback two and even uh, the slot sometimes? It's just there's a lot of question marks for this Cowboys team. How good will they be? Obviously, Dan Quinn, one of the best defensive minds in football. They'll do pretty solid, but how will they compare against Tom Brady and this Tump, uh, uh, Tampa, I almost said Tampa Bay, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team? And then obviously on the flip side, Tampa Bay, they absolutely reloaded. They lost Tom Brady for about a month. Tom Brady decided to come back from the grave, a.k.a. retirement, to join the team again. You know, Mike Evans, he's still on the team. Chris Godwin's still on the team. You know, they did lose O.J. Howard, you know, to free agency. You know, they lost Ronald Jones to free agency, but they still have Leonard Fournette. Now, the biggest issue, I think, for Tampa Bay in this game will be the fact that their offensive line is pretty much gone. Now, they will still have Tristan Wirfs at right tackle, but they lost Alex Kappa. They lost Ali Marpet to retirement, and then they also lost um, oh no, Alex Kappa. No, yeah, Alex Kappa went to the Bengals in free agency. I'm trying to trying to remember all their all their names, and, and then uh, Jensen, you know, he's he's currently out right now with the injury, and it's not looking like he's going to be able to play during the uh, season. So there's a lot of question marks right now for that offensive line that's going to be guarding for Tom Brady. But I do think the Buccaneers will probably end up winning this game. You know, also they have one of the better defenses. They've still got Shaquille Barrett. They still have got, I mean, they've just got all these weapons. They won't have Indomitian Sue anymore, but they did out, but they did and went out and got Akeem Hicks from the Chicago Bears, who's a Pro Bowl defensive tackle as well. So, I think Tampa Bay will have another successful year, and I think in this matchup they probably will end up knocking off the Dallas Cowboys. Now for the final game of week one in the NFL, we have the Denver Broncos taking on the Seattle Seahawks up in Seattle on Monday night football. Now this game will be at 7.15 p.m. Central Time on ESPN or ABC. And the biggest storyline obviously is going to be Russell Wilson is coming back to Seattle, but now he will be a member of the Denver Broncos. So how how will Russ play with this new team, this new offense that he's gotten now? Obviously, he got a a load. He has a lot. He has a load of weapons on that offense with the Denver Broncos. 
You look at the running back room, they've got Javante Williams, they've got Melvin Gordon. You look at the wide receivers, they've got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. Now, they don't have Noah Fant anymore as he was part of the Russell Wilson trade, but they still do have Robert O as their starting tight end, and I think he'll be very solid, especially as a pass blocker. But anyway, this game will definitely be huge for the Denver Broncos as this will be a huge first test playing in the kind of hostile environment at, in Seattle due to the sheer fact that Russell Wilson is now a Denver Bronco. The defense should probably still be good. Bradley Chubb will be back from injury. Uh, you know, Patrick Sertan is looking to have an absolutely solid season after he had a great rookie year. And overall, I think the Broncos should win this game because Seattle, they're just pretty much rebuilding at this point. Geno Smith is starting form over Drew Locke. You know, Kenneth Walker, he's now the new starting running back for the Seattle Seahawks after, unfortunately, Chris Carson had to retire from the NFL due to that horrible neck injury he got last season. So definitely is going to be a interesting season for the Seattle Seahawks. But in this Monday night matchup, I've got the Denver Broncos beating the Seattle Seahawks. But anyway, guys, I hope y'all enjoyed my preview of week one of the NFL season. I know I'm definitely looking forward to all of this football that we're getting back. And also make sure to go check out the college football preview that I'm going to be posting on Thursday. So anyway, guys, I hope y'all have a fantastic week. I hope you have a fantastic weekend watching all of these beautiful college football and NFL games. And I will see y'all back here on Tuesday with an NFL recap and back on Monday with a college football recap. So anyway, guys, y'all take care and make sure to go to watch make sure to go watch some football.